When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Guys We Fuck. The Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. Yo, you having sex? I'm Christina Hutchinson. I'm Corinne Fisher. And I'm your boyfriend. Bring us your slutty, your horny, and your shame. Hey, you a slut? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about fucking. Greetings, fuckers. How you doing? Where you been? Welcome to another exciting episode of Guys We Fucked. It's the Anti-Slut Shaming Podcast. I'm Corinne Fisher. I'm Christina Hutchinson. Welcome. Ooh, I like, thanks for turning those headphone volumes up, Mikey. This sounds <laughs> way better. Hey, you want to email welcome. us? You got, you need advice? You got a crazy story? You got, you got a weird situation happening? You seeing red flags, but you don't want to do anything about it? And you want to be told... Sorry about last night's show at gmail.com. Today's subject line is your part in my ugly breakup. Girl, you're welcome. Hi, ladies. This is more of a PSA than a question, but I hope you'll read it anyway to help other women who might be in a similar situation to the one I found myself in many years ago, which you unknowingly helped me get out of. Great job, I asked. Yay, we did it. We're the best. I have been dating my boyfriend for about two years in November 2016, and I genuinely thought he was the one. We had a seemingly great relationship. We were to, uh, living together, lots of productive plans for the future, great sex, etc. Looking back, there were plenty of problems, but I was in my 20s and every other guy I dated sucked, so I didn't have a great reference point. One evening, I came home and he was laying on the bed on his phone with his arm up over his head and I poked him in the armpit to get his attention. He sat upright, looked at me with a look of total revolution and slapped me across the face. I'm guessing she means revulsion. Yeah. Yeah. Because revolution. Oh, I guess I, I guess it could be. This is a man revolution. Yeah. It starts with me. I immediately started crying. He got upset and tried to leave. And I begged him to stay and forgive me because my panic response is to fawn so the person won't hurt me again. Girl, I feel you. It's fucking furiating to witness yourself have that response sometimes. I totally get it. Uh, anyway, the next few weeks were obviously very turbulent. I asked him to go to therapy to address his anger issues since he'd also punched a hole in the wall before this happened. He told me I should be the one in therapy. Of course he did tell you that. Because uh, my experience with violence in the home growing up was obviously causing me to have an issue with this. Yeah, his violence? Correct. He was gaslighting me into believing I was blowing it out of proportion since it only happened once. You are correct. Happened twice if he sent it to the hole in the wall. The hole in the wall. And then you're slapped you across the face. Yeah, just because he punched something that wasn't you doesn't mean that wasn't violent. Uh, One afternoon when I was getting ready for work and listening to your podcast, he walked into the room and asked if I was listening to you because of what happened. Quote, for some reason, his idea that I could only enjoy your show and feel empowered as a woman was because of his asshole behavior was so completely douchey. It made me something click into place. I started opening up to my friends about what happened. And one of them said, quote, I just keep thinking, what if this happened to my little sister? Which made me think of things, uh, think things over objectively and what advice I would give to someone I love in my situation. I left right after that and have been married to a wonderful man for sev- several years now who is great at communicating and doesn't hit walls or people. Nice. Yay. He doesn't hit. 
Yay. Keep those hands to yourself, boo. Except when you're fingering me. I hadn't listened to your podcast in a long time. And when I discovered it again, I thought it would be good to spread the message to anyone listening who might need to hear this. What if it happened to someone you loved? What advice would you give them? Do that for yourself because if they hit you, they aren't worth it. I promise. Well, I like how she snuck in a little abuse towards us that she stopped listening to the show for several years. Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Uh-oh. Thanks for your small part in my self-worth realization many years ago, ladies. You're the best. Nice. Um, Glad you got out of that yeah. terrible relationship and into a great one. Yeah. I love, I love that. that. I love a, that was a complete email in every sense of the word. Yeah. Um, guys, come see us live. If you are listening on Luminary this week, I'm in Toronto, Ontario. Headlining Comedy Bar, Friday, July 28th, Saturday, July 29th. Two shows each. I will say hi after the shows, or definitely at least after the late shows. Um, depends on the turnover, you know what I mean? Um, but come to those shows. Uh, Los Angeles, I'm at the Comedy Store August 2nd. San Diego, August 3rd through 5th. Fort Worth, Texas, a.k.a. Dallas, a.k.a. wherever you want to call it. I'm going to be at Hyenas, August 11th and 12th. Go to ChristinaHutchinson.com for all those tickets. I have a Patreon that I'm very proud of, and uh, August is the last month. It's going to be $5 a month. You have four group Zoom therapy and quotes uh, sessions that I do. All the audio from those sessions are uploaded into Patreon. So it's kind of like a private podcast for you guys where I inter- like where you just kind of talk about what's going on in your life and I ask you questions. I got to say, it's fucking fascinating. I really, really enjoy it. People come. There's a lot of men that have been coming in. I really appreciate that. Mm. Um, and a lot of diversity in, in severity of problems, level, like, I don't know. People just... People got problems, man. And it's really refreshing to listen to somebody talk about something they're going through, whether it's big or small, it just gives you perspective. And I think perspective is a very valuable tool in trying to manage how you look at your own life. So you could come in, you could chat with me and, uh, it's all for $5 a month, uh, up until August. So sign in, get your rates, patreon.com slash Christina Hutchinson. And then of course you can uh, continue listening to without a country as so many of you have been doing. I appreciate it. Uh, it's on YouTube now uh, on Wednesdays. We made it uh, even earlier in the week because the news is not evergreen. So we wanted to get it to you as fast as possible. So that's without a country channel on YouTube. Just click subscribe, even if that's not the way you listen, just to get more eyes on the show. And then, of course, uh, you know, send in those domestic violence emails to without a country podcast at gmail.com. If you're not familiar with the show, we do. Uh, I have this like theory that pretty much everyone is like one degree of separation from someone who was either killed or severely uh, injured uh, as a result of domestic violence. And this is like a fun theory. I'm tossing around a little party game, you know, an anecdote for the water cooler. Uh, so you can send those to without a country podcast at gmail.com. Even if you don't listen to the show, I suppose you can do that. And, um, Washington, D.C. I'm going to start going on tour more uh, next year and maybe a little bit in the fall, but Washington, D.C. is the first date and the tickets are up. So I just figured I would tell you about it. I'll be at the Comedy Loft uh, for a full weekend, Thursday, February 29th through Saturday, March 2nd. Uh, it's a five show weekend. D.C., I love you. You're always a really fun show. So start buying tickets for that now so I can sell it out by the time I get there. Uh, and the the link tree link in my bio on Instagram has that. I'm at Philanthropy Gal. I'm at Christina Hutch. And I am at Mike Cuscarelli. Together we are at Guys We Fucked Without the You and Fuck. That's on YouTube. That's on the TikTokers. That's on the Twitter and the Facebook and the Instagram. So follow us. We'll start a threads too. 
If that yeah. catches on, we had to wait a second and see if that was catching on. I can't tell yet. Not I sure. I post on it, but I'm like, eh, I'm not sure what's going on. There. I feel like the world does not need one more social media platform, but eh, maybe, maybe we do. And I'm being closed minded. Well, Elon's turning Twitter into X and he said he's uh, knocking the, the Twitter bird off the building with a blowtorch, I believe he said. Okay. So it's, it's X now. Very, I don't know. It's fun. Like the X-Men. Yeah, yeah, I guess I mean, so. He's obsessed, he's obsessed with the letter X. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So good for him. Little Elon fact. Okay. Oh, Elon, you're just crazy. Um, in a fun way. This show is sponsored by Better Help. Getting stuff off your chest is incredible. It's so therapeutic. We all carry around different stressors. Some of them are big. Some of them are small. A lot of them are very big. Uh, but we keep them bottled up and it could start affecting us negatively. And then we act like a jerk to the people we love. And we're like, this is not how I want to be. Therapy has saved my life personally. There are so many benefits of it. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. And it isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. Although if you have experienced major trauma, highly recommend. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designated to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist and you could switch at any time. Finding a therapist is like dating. They're not all going to work out in the first try. BetterHelp understands that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash guys to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash guys. Guys, the weather's getting warmer. It's time to say goodbye to your jackets and all your sweaters. And you got to refresh your wardrobe. Well, luckily... I found Quince, and now you have too, because you're listening to this. Now I've got a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And if you go to their website, the amount of categories, they have travel, lookbooks, men, women, home, babies, and kids— their stuff is so cute. So I own a couple items from Quince, and one of them is the Italian leather handwoven crossbody purse in green, emerald, and I get compliments on it all the time. It's a small purse, which I really love because then I don't put as many things in it. Um, guys, Quince is amazing. They have very luxury items for very cheap prices. Get warm weather ready, baby, with Quince. Go to quince.com slash GWF for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash GWF to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash GWF. Okay, I went to hang out with my friend who has a three-month-old daughter. Mm -hmm. And... I went and she's like a friend that I, she's one of my most favorite people on this planet. I, oh, love I know her so you. much. Okay, yeah. 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 Known her since I was 19. Uh, we went to college together. We both transferred in the same college. We have like crazy stories under our belts together of like drinking and being on the bars and like titties out and like all just, just great stories. Um, and I went to her home, um, last week, I believe, or two weeks ago. I think it was last week. So I would have talked about it on the intro last week if it happened. Um, and I held, she put her th beautiful, three-month-old daughter in my arms. Uh-oh. And I want a baby yesterday. Yeah. I knew that was, I knew that's oh. where, where the story was going. Put it, put oh, it on the, on the man. Where's the chart? Where's the <laughs> it's chart? yesterday I want this a baby. Week, it is so funny that you said that because literally this weekend, I went to a barbecue with all my high school friends um, in, in, in Union. And I was like telling my mom who dropped me off, I was like, 
you know how women say like they can feel their ovaries move. I go, I must not have them. Cause I've never been, I've never like felt like had a baby in my arms and like felt whatever these people are saying with like, I mean, ovaries. you don't feel it in your ovaries. You do not. I mean, I know I just like, it's just a saying, yeah, 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 obviously yeah. Uh, your heart explodes. Literally so funny that you said that. Cause I was so excited to meet this dog that I had never met at the party before. <laughs> And exceeding my expectations. <laughs> Rosie, you're a treasure. You're yeah. a treasure. Ava, he's looking at you, kid. You're also a treasure. Um, yeah, I really, um, and I loved witnessing her be a mother in the, you know, being in a couple months into being a new mother. She really, I mean, I imagine it's probably there's, there's stressful parts that I did not see, but I'm like, damn, you're really holding it together in a way that's very impressive to me that I'm like, okay, I could also be like a calm mom. Like, well, she's you know? a no bullshit kind of person. So yeah. I feel like she would just be like, this is what's happening. She truly. Yeah. And, but also being loving at the same time. She's just great. And so, yeah, I held that baby and I was like, uh oh. Oh, it's going down. You I haven't like, held, it's been that long since you held a baby? My nephew was seven. Oh. It was eight. Oh, okay. Uh, I held him when he was born. People yeah. are always trying to place babies in my hand. That's and I go, rude. I don't know. Eight, that eight, eight, year old, eight year olds don't make you want to have kids. No, not at all. <laughs> Only well, no, but I was just Ones you're related toddlers. to might, but. I was just surprised that it had been that long since the last baby hold, because I've definitely held babies in that time period. <sighs> she was just so sweet and she grabbed, she grabbed onto my fucking finger. And like held onto a tight. It's so funny. That also happened to me this weekend. With the and, dog? Uh, no, no, oh. no. There was lots of babies at this place too. And a baby also held onto my finger. And like, I thought it was cool, but just because I was like more like in a scientific way, I was like, oh, oh I baby love this. can hold a pencil. I love this baby strength. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No, I really, um, I really, I was like, damn, man. And I was trying to make her laugh. And she like, I guess one of, like, I brought my Polaroid camera over. I love Polaroids because they're truly a moment in time that you can't alter. And I, they're so special. And um, what? <laughs> such a you statement. Yeah. Okay, other picture. <laughs> no, but it's just like, you know. It's just the exact moment and you get the receipt immediately. Yeah. Well, you gotta I know wait what you mean. for it to develop and you might have done it wrong. You can't, whatever. Polaroids you just delete so it. You just throw it away, you know? Yeah. But uh, anyway, so I took, we were taking Polaroids. I had, her husband came home and I had heard him take some pictures of us. And I, we captured like the baby's first like loud laugh, like, ha, like she was, something fell and she mm-hmm. was laughing. Oh my God. I, I just started like crying. I was like, this is so, and then the Polaroid was so cute. It's, I'm fucked. I want a baby. That's not, I mean, that's a fuck. That's, that's good, no, that, I know. good that you it's, made the decision. Totally. I guess, I guess. Until um, next week. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Let go, let God, baby. Someone oh, throws we'll a baby at her in, yeah. the, in the week and she goes, I don't want a yeah, baby anymore. fuck this kid. <laughs> that's um, so funny. Yeah. So that's this week's update. And then I saw Barbie, the Barbie movie, which I know you also I saw. I also saw it. I went alone Thursday night. I bought my ticket a week in advance. I knew exactly how I wanted to see it. What'd you wear? Uh, I wore a Barbie pink t-shirt. Yeah. Of course. I, I like- if I wore I, a cute ass skirt. Yeah. I didn't like, I mean, I like to still be comfortable in the movie theater so I can really like- so if I'm uncomfortable, I won't be able to take in the themes of the film. I and see. plus it was like 10 o'clock at night and I just don't want to be like fucking walking around in a Barbie outfit by myself. Wise. It's not a good 
Is, yeah. It's mean in these streets. That wouldn't be a good area. I yeah. was already, I was, uh, men were already ruining it on the way there. They were like, is that Barbie pink? And I was like, do men have to fucking ruin? shut the fuck fucking up. Fucking everything. They were, they were so <laughs> mad that this movie had nothing to do with them and they couldn't handle it. And it, and everyone's been acting like babies uh, because of it, because they couldn't handle that a whole movie was just about us and not them. Shut up. Wait. Wasn't about you. No, well, I will say there were men, there was mostly women in the, sh- in the movie theater that I went to. I went with uh, Donna and Diane. I was so happy I went with them. There's the theater was just filled with women yes as it groups be. of friends dressed so cute yes. everyone was dressed so cute and i was like i really love this uh, there were a bunch of men there and they were like la- they were like good i, I liked them they i were, was so they mad. were laughing at the right parts at everyone who brought their boyfriend <laughs> to the fucking barbie movie yeah you're on a list <laughs> how dare you there was is some, nothing sacred opening yeah. night ew there were some uh amazing moments that really Greta Gerwig girl she wrote the film with her husband Noah I was mad about that too yeah That was I, I the, felt your anger when I saw that. I was like, oh, I thought just Greta wrote it. Oh, I didn't know Greta we and Noah wrote it. I thought just Greta wrote yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greta's the only one that mattered. Um, and then I found out they've been married for like 12 years, yeah. which I didn't know. And then I go, oh, you know that? I don't even, not even a fan of you anymore, Greta. He's made some great films, but she is a powerhouse. She's incredible. Yeah. I love Greta. I, the humor in the movie was so fucking funny. There yeah. was a scene, and I'll just, I guess, I'm not giving away. It's not a, it's a, it's a fucking comedy. So I'm not giving anything but away. But also, heads up, if you don't like anything ruined, we're about to talk yeah, about just the Barbie movie. Forward. Yeah, yeah. And you should have seen it opening weekend because, what do you not support what you women? Mean? Idiot. What were you working at your job? What were you making something for your boyfriend? <laughs> Fuck you. Love you. Or are you doing laundry? <laughs> um, yeah, the movie gave you like a very clear roadmap to like the roots of a dumb bitch. Like how we kind of start going against ourselves. And how um, it happens so quickly. So quickly, but it can be dissolved also as quickly by just giving words, giving, uh, I forget the exact quote that they said, but I was so glad that they kind of went over it like this. It's like, you're under the spell of society and how you think about yourself and how you view yourself. And the, the a very simple way to end that spell pretty quickly is to put words to what's happening to the double standards that are happening to you and put words to your frustration, you know? And so, and you watch them do that to these characters and they're basically trying to like lure Barbies away from their Ken's after Ken fucks up the Barbie land and kind of makes it more patriarchal after being in the real world. And I loved the montage of how they try to distract the men. One of them was saying, I've never seen the Godfather. That was so funny. (laughs) That was so funny. And I thought, Every boyfriend I've ever had where I've mm. said I've never seen like The Godfather or like uh, Aliens, a big one. Yeah, yeah. I've seen all those movies. Uh, but like got any mafia movies, I've they Scarface. Fucking, they lose their mind. And it was so funny. I told my boyfriend that. I was like, oh, this one joke was so funny. And I thought of he said, like I've said, I've never seen The Godfather to him. He's like, what? And he was like, yeah, that is really douchey. That's like a douchey thing for a guy to do. And like. I never thought of it that way. I'm like, I, you didn't mean it as douchey. I'm like, I know, I know I didn't, but like hearing that joke that she made in the film, I'm like, that is kind of douchey. It's also not a movie that we would like, I've seen The Godfather three times, trash, all three times. <gasps> it's not trash. Yes, it, yes, it is, Michael. <laughs> I've watched it three times. It's not. it's not a good film. Everyone says it's about family. It's not about family. It's about fucking violence and people it's who don't know how to control family. themselves it's is not. what it's about. It's not. It's about. It's not fucking tempest. Three, uh, three chances I gave that dick. film. Three um, chances. Yeah, not everybody likes The Godfather. It's also trash. Yeah, agree. Oh, see, I disagree on that. Snooze fest. Very, very. But 
at the end of the day, to each his or her own, okay? But I also loved, um, there's a montage scene where um, they were trying to also, like, distract the Ken's attentions. And they were just asking, the Ken was like, hey, do you want me to look at your, uh, have a guitar and sing at you? And then they all started singing that Matchbox 20 song. That was so funny. Yo, <laughs> that, the first, like, three boyfriends I've ever had all did that. Which is, which is the song? Uh I don't know if I'm moving good. That's oh, wait, really no, funny. it's a push you around. What yeah, no, no, I yeah. want yeah. to push you around. And I will. And I will. Yes, oh my. And the way he but was also, singing it back in the jam. And I did that on my it. Spotify playlist. After that, I was like, oh, I forgot I about this. I fucking love that song. So it is actually a pretty good song. But he oh, sang it. Song. So yeah. all the Kens were, all had acoustic guitars was, on the beach. That was so funny. Looking into the eye, uncomfortably staring into the eyes of their like girlfriend, their Barbie girlfriend, and singing it poorly with very dramatic facial expressions and I just I'm like god damn it those were like my first three relationships for all that and the and the girl was going oh wow and pretending it was really good and I was like oh I, I'm getting called out in this Barbie movie um but I I loved oh, this song is so good Oh wait, I didn't mean to start playing it. Sorry, but I, I don't to. know if I've ever been good. Uh, it's such a good song, but um, I loved that scene, really and I good. I really enjoyed. So Donna was telling me about like the backlash of the movie, and I I didn't I hadn't read ben about Shapiro's it. Burning Barbies. Yeah, conservative commenter uh, commentator Ben Shapiro drew more than a million views, and I'm like, is this why he did that? Does he actually think this? Is he that fucking dumb? I don't know that he is. Um, an internet mockery for his YouTube video. Ben Shapiro destroys the Barbie movie. For 43 minutes. Oh God, he's a fucking idiot. In which he opens by lighting Barbie dolls on fire and claims the message of the film is either you're a third wave feminist who hates men, truly hates men, or you're brainwashed. You fucking dumb dumb. That is not the at all the and then Ginger Gates, wife of Representative Matt Gates. <laughs> called for a boycott of the film despite attending a premiere event all decked out in pink, criticizing the movie for neglecting to address any notion of faith or family, trying to normalize the idea that men and women can't collaborate positively and for portraying Ken as not masculine. I thought those abs were pretty masculine. That guy is the worst. Well, because all these, cause and his all wife these, is too. Yeah, They're all these idiot women showed up thinking that it was going to be like about like the 1950s doll. Gotcha, which, bitch. Which also is an, uh, inaccurate because they go into the history of uh, Ruth, Ruth Handler and how, what her idea for the doll was. And conceptually, her idea for the doll was actually so that her daughter could see that you can be something other than a mo- mother or a wife and, and not in any way that those things were bad. She herself was those things, you know? Yeah. For sure. And I was trying, actually, I talked about this on the podcast and I got some flack for it from people um, about, because I was trying to write a joke about how it's kind of fucked up that we give little girls baby dolls mm. because we're also, we're just giving them the gift of motherhood. And, oh, and it's like, address that in the film. Exactly. And I'm like, that's the what, point I was trying to fucking make. Wait, but what better. Were, what were people saying? Um, how they and were, they men? Uh, multiple. No, two of the, <laughs> they were women. Um, they were like, why would you say that it's fucked up that little girls get baby dolls? They love to be nurturing and they're nurturing and they, and I'm like, I didn't even respond. I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but like, you're just seeing my point from where you're coming from. And I don't care. And also it's like, what, like, I'm like, that's not the point I was trying to make with that at all. But oh, that's, I feel like you're giving them responsibility and you're glorifying motherhood, which is a beautiful thing, but like they're fucking five. Maybe right. give them a teacup instead of a baby. 
Yeah, I was just listening to something and they were kind of talking about how women are burdened with caring for others from like the moment we are born through yeah. the things that we are uh, expected to do and through things like that. Yeah, it's like, oh, here you can play with a Barbie and like do fake laundry and work in your fake kitchen. Yeah, 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 for sure. Again, that. all fine things if you want to do those things. I think I think people often like misinterpret what we're saying on the podcast. It's like, we don't need to reinforce the fact that like being a mother or a wife is valuable. It's been reinforced for the entirety of, it's of society. We're, we're giving people other options. That's what this podcast is about. It's the other options you have as a woman. The The initial options of wife or mother have already been covered. Yeah. So but we're not- You already know those are options. We're not, exactly. We're not saying those are bad. We're saying, uh, oh, we know. Let's us show you the world of other options. Yeah. And you show, if there's options that we're not covering, and show us let's all show each other but fuck off you know what i mean uh yeah so i really liked it um and i really felt the no i loved she kind of like road mapped like this is how um women can be tricked into thinking less of themselves and that they're not good enough and yeah. i really enjoyed that it was great i also i i, I there were so many great people in it but i loved Issa Rae and it. it was so good oh my god she, she was, was so fantastic good. she was she margot was like robbie standout besides margot and ryan obviously like to me uh, yeah. Issa Rae was the standout performance yeah um, yeah she was great she was so fucking funny and uh oh my god yeah i'm trying to think and i well i knew i was gonna love it when the one of the commercials for the film had this excerpt where margot goes um She's like, you guys ever think about death? And I was like, oh, I'm going to fucking love this. Because <laughs> yeah. I was so, because uh, what's interesting about it is like, I don't know if you know, but like Diablo Cody was originally offered the script and yes. she was like, I can't tackle that. I can't give you the movie that I, that uh, you guys want. Yeah. Like, I don't know how to do this. And I yeah, was yeah. so surprised because I was like, it feels. You think of like Juno. Feels or, like yeah. something perfect, obviously, as they thought for Diablo Cody. Yeah. And I was- But I, Greta nailed it. Like, I would love to see like, I mean, not-, not Diablo's that. version? Yeah. I would love to see like, what if anything Diablo she got a, on paper. She should do a Polly Pocket movie. Mm. God, Diablo Cody. Do that Polly Pocket movie though. What That'd was be Polly cool. Pocket like? I fucking loved Polly Pocket. I did. I was she just was looking so for them little. in my, uh, in, in my house. She could only sit or stand- but my God, were her little pocket mansions just worlds of wonder that I would get lost in. And also the film made me think about like the role that Barbies played in my life. And I always like, I always, I remember as a kid, I always, I never had the women Barbies would always go shirtless. And my brother and my mom would always ask me like innocently, like, be like, why don't your girl Barbies have shirts? I'm like, well, if the boy Barbies don't have shirts, then the girl Barbies don't have to have shirts. Then they're like, well, no, girls have to have shirts. I'm like, no, they fucking don't. Not if they don't have nipples. Even Instagram would agree Barbie doesn't need a shirt. True. True. No nipple. And no I shirt. always like, that was, so it was one of the first, like, why, this is a stupid thing about the world that I, that I realized, you know, um, the, picked up on, uh, through Barbie. And I, I remember like, I would have tubs and tubs of Barbie dolls yeah. and I would just get lost in my bedroom for, time would disappear mm. for hours, setting up little villages and little like, Mine are still set up. I saw them this weekend. I, yeah, I've seen them before. It's very immaculate. They're still and there. Very impressive. And like how you could get with the details and, oh, I would make my Barbies fuck. Yo, they would have crazy sex. It's so funny because I really didn't do that, but I, as with everything, and as I said, I took it too seriously. So I was like, we can't have them fucking. That's not, they have to work at the McDonald's that we got. <laughs> Why were they fucking through right now? That's not, this is this place that isn't for fucking. It's to work at the McDonald's or to grow grocery shopping. And why aren't we doing this? My barbers were fucking. My barbers were playing board games. My barbers were pulling pranks on other barbies. My barbies just have fun. My barbies Ain't no were jobs accepting in my barbies. Academy Awards. That's cool. 
yeah, they lived in great house. But it also made me think it's it's interesting to me because even long before this movie, like uh, people would often like equate uh, Barbie with like negative things like her. You know, they're always like body shit, like her waist is so small. Her boobs are so big. This isn't realistic. I go, it's I go, a Barbie. It's not realistic. And I go. And then it, to me, it's just like it, it really like um, shines a light on how so much of the world you see around you is based on how you see yourself because it's like uh, not one time did that ever fucking cross my mind. I gotta say, in yeah. The totality of playing with Barbies and it used to make me furious and I was like, why do you gotta ruin a fucking amazing thing with your insecurity and your body issues? And I know these are serious things, but it's just like, we don't, like you don't need to Barbie's project not trying to all your own problems onto everything else in the world. Yeah. Like I don't, and I, I don't, that's not what Barbie was about, especially like knowing who it was uh, created by now, which I hadn't even looked. I mean, I guess I knew in the back of my head, but I hadn't like looked into deeply. Cause like, think of how masculine I am in so many ways, but I loved Barbies I and I never thought so of them as anti-feminist or like, body shaming in any way. No. In fact, like it was I, a doll and, and was, I knew it was a doll and not a person. And also like, the, I feel like it, like Barbie got into like diversity, like uh, not only as far as like ethnicity, but like wheelchair Barbie and stuff oh, yeah. like so much ahead of other. everybody else. Exactly. So it's like, why do we, you know, everyone loves to say that I'm negative. It's like, maybe you guys are fucking negative. Maybe yeah, that's the problem. Not one you. time was like, like Barbie makes me, it's, it's a tiny doll. That's a larger <laughs> issue. That'd be like saying Polly pocket makes me like why isn't Polly pocket more representative of like the way women are that's ridiculous it's it, Polly pocket she's for little people. it's a doll she's makes little people feel good she's yeah a, she's a short queen Polly pocket <laughs> <laughs> Yo, i love Polly pocket i just loved dolls i love dolls yeah, me too. but i didn't like baby dolls i never liked baby i'm like oh okay this is cool oh, the baby can pee and i gotta change the diaper i from a very young age i, like I was like what the fuck is this shit um the one one of them you could feed the spoon had like cherries, cherries. on it and when you put it up to the mouth the cherries would retract and yeah. I'm like that part's really cool. I had um, the one that actually you you fed, you fed the real like potion it, to and it actually peed in a diaper. Oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tube yeah. Down That's a good it. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like all dolls. Yeah. Except yeah, I like, like the weird lot. porcelain ones that you can't play with. I had American Girl ones though, and those I are kind of girl. like ones you really can't play with because they're so expensive. I play with them. I wasn't a lot. I was, I was in a house where like, if it was an expensive doll, you couldn't, you had just put it on a shelf. You can't be playing with it like that. Is it worth something now? Oh, it's not about being worth it. I mean, it was just more like ambiance. I don't oh, know. They're, I they're still in great shape. My, when my parents had a collectible them. toy store, they would always say like, they would always give me Barbies for Christmas, but I couldn't open like a couple of them. There Those was are a bunch worth I couldn't it. Open. Those are all worth things now. Oh, really? I mean, yeah, if they're still boxed and they're not sun bleached. Then yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, they are. Okay. Okay. Some are worth more than others. I mean, you have to look uh, them up. But okay. I put some Barbies for sale and perfectly centered this weekend. Ooh. Yeah. I was very into it. I was, I was celebrating Barbie. Yeah. Fashion. I, I did Barbie. a lot of fashion fever, Tokyo pop ones. Those are rare. Nice. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> They're great outfits. Oh my God. Tokyo pop outfits. Insane. Like a um, fish purse. Come on. How you doing? Anything uh, you wanted to add? Oh, no. Okay, cool. My Sweet. whole weekend was dedicated to Barbie and uh, picking up dead animals. Gorgeous. From- well, the first part. Um, <laughs> guys, you know who's also gorgeous? Our guest. He's an Australian radio personality. He's been an MMA fighter, a boxer, a world record-setting skateboarder, a truck racer, a singer, and a beloved podcast host. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the show. Jason Ellis.
smeared my bright lead, red lipstick oh, yeah. I look like I fucking a, just got done sucking a guy's dick in a Chevy I was gonna say that's so hot though men never tell about oh is that why they didn't say anything wait that's hot how is that hot I thought that's sloppy <laughs> because because you 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 suck dick so hot that your lipstick came off and but it really was just I'm me next. going mm. I'm, not about, I'm not using my brain I'm using my penis with that idea oh, okay, like I was like okay. oh it's smudge well what'd you get up to wow tell me some more about what's going on I'm just trying to maybe that's why they didn't say anything I never mm-hmm. thought that that was even a thought that would happen they thought they were next men are so gross they're like stupid. not mysterious <laughs> but like that I never would have thought yeah I know never would have thought I live in it wow I have to hear it and you seem to be evolving a lot yeah which yeah. is exciting it's like my addiction voice and my um, chauvinistic voice. Now I have my own voice inside there, but it's still those guys are all it's still like celebrity in here. death matching. Yeah, each other. so I hear them all the time say stuff, and I'm like, "Shut the fuck, no." Yeah, and that like, absolutely not talking back to the voices. That's being an adult. So like yeah. that's being like a, a an actualized human being that can be in the world. Like yeah, I learned that from my addiction, where it's like, man, it's you know, you suck. You should probably get a drink. And I'm like, shut up. Yeah, you know, you know, you're, you're fat. Don't go to the gym. It's not worth it anymore anyway. And I'm like, no, no, you don't get to win. Yeah. That's good. That's amazing. Um, we were talking before the mics were recording. We're here with Jason Ellis. Uh, you oh, have so many hats. We're on, and we'll we'll talk about all the hats that you wear. I'm not literally and metaphorically, but um. <laughs> You said something very interesting that sparked a, a, a story in my head. You didn't realize you wouldn't have been able to point out when men are talking down to women until recently or like more recent in your more evolution. Recent, yeah. um, and you talked about an incident where somebody was talking down to a woman in front of you. And you're like, what the fuck? That happens uh, when we had the super when we were moving out of our old place. Yeah. My boyfriend came with me because he the super was an asshole. And I was like, I lose my shit. I will lose my temper. My temper. I have the temper of a of a man with a problem. And uh, I was like, you need to come with me because I don't want to. I'm going to lose it on him. And so uh, he was talking to the super, my boyfriend, and then the super was talking to me and the tone shift. And my boyfriend was like, are you you're talking differently to me? Do you know that? And he like he was like 75. So maybe it's just an ingrained thing. But like. 
So maybe wow. he's, so yeah. So the moral of the story is maybe he's never talked nicely to a woman. I don't think so. That's, that's but like what, yeah. the switch that happened. Right. Everyone's just like you know it's a time thing. We just we didn't respect whores back yeah. in the day. Surely yeah. women aren't human. To people like I've been disrespecting hoes for so long that I don't think I need to change. Yeah, right. That's right. That's kind of what that is. Yeah, we're just gonna ride this one till the end. All right. I always <laughs> wonder though, like, does porn, like, if guys consume porn often, like straight men, does it change the way they look at women? Like, are women just walking holes? See, I, I, a lot of people say that, but it's I, I don't. Okay, like, I, I don't know, but I think I'm definitely odd. So maybe if you're kind of because I'm, I'm starting to realize that a lot of people are really dumb. Like I thought that maybe so there was more in us in, in general, like most of us had the chance to light up and do something, but it yeah. seems like most, not most, but a lot of people are screwed and and they're not even trying to get out of it. They don't even know that they're trapped in a bubble of dumb. Well, yeah. did you see that? There was like a report not too long ago that most people don't engage in what one would define as critical thinking. So yes. most yeah. people are just, as the Seinfeld joke goes, walking around, looking around. Yeah. And it's yeah. terrifying, but it explains a lot. I think people have the intelligence in them. They're just too lazy to get it. I think that some, I think most, no one's inspired. No one, if, you, if you're not close to somebody that's doing it, then it can't, it can't rub off on you. Yep. And if you're only in a in a group of people that are just like, what's on my phone? Postmates, Fox <laughs> News, phone, Postmates. Go like, to you know gym. what? I'm too fat to fuck anymore. Like, I don't need it. I'll just get another Postmate. But it, <laughs> right. And, right. And everyone's like, I agree. Like, I mean, like, <laughs> I should get, let's all get Postmates and beer. And it, and then it's just like, <laughs> and then you know what? Every, every day let's have a kid and that and that thing's just like, ah. You're egging on the slaw. Beer, Fox. You know what I mean? And, and I don't love the attack on Postmates, but. <laughs> I love Postmates. I'm, my fight is to get. Because well, I can't, I got divorced and stuff, so I don't have like as much money as I used to. Damn, and I used to be was. a Postmates hoe. Ah, oh, wow. She took everything and Postmates. Postmates. She got yeah. your Postmates money. Well, I pay her, so I don't have Postmates anymore because that's how much my Postmates used to cost me a lot. Whoa. I was really high. And now that I'm single, very tempting to just be like Postmates. Postmates. Mm-hmm. But now I cook and I can't cook, which I went through a little bit of a depression getting divorced. Like it wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah I got out of it pretty be. quick, but at one point it was like I'm home by myself and I cook stuff that's depressing. Uh huh. Like what? And I'm already depressed. I'm Ooh. like I'm like having a really bad grilled cheese, Can't and I'm like, mac and cheese, this right? might be the end for you, dude. Like you're useless. And then that's and then I catch him like, nah, that's addictive voice guy saying I'm bad again. I'm like, you get out of it. You can do it. Like you can get some food going and. I figured out a couple of meals that I don't hate. Yeah, there you go. And then Pick things seem up. to be working out a little bit. So now I can afford Postmates. Not a lot, so but like every now and then I can get like some tacos. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, that's, that's nice. a highlight. Yeah, yeah. Good. So wait, do you, do you have children? Yeah, two. Oh, two. Okay. 18 so and 15. When you, when you pay, I always thought, I mean, women get the short end of the stick in a lot of ways. Yeah, but not but that one. The, yeah, but it, and, it, and it's, I'm like, <laughs> they do, how, what does the, if the woman. You gotta get a prenup. For the, the record, I don't get. Like Adele, I, don't, no Postmates. I don't get, I, no, I'm like uh, the the Beatles guy. I don't, if I love you, I love you. And, and like, if I get a prenup, that means I think I'm going to break up with you. No, so I'm not yeah. doing it. That's and I don't care about money. I care about love. Well, you do when you want that Postmates. I don't have any. Mo- I don't have any money. I don't care. But the thing is, like, I was a millionaire. I want I was you to have more depressed than I was now. Right. I agree mm, with what you're saying in theory. Like, I under like 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 that. It's like preparing to break up. But the thing is, like, if you're entering into marriage anyway, it's it's a contractual agreement. So if you're okay with that, you should be okay with the part that's like safe for yourself. Good I point. am very very pro prenup. And just in case you get married again, you can also I'm do not. a post nup. I'm not. But, but, 
was I crazy? Didn't you, did did you or did you not recently like get engaged to someone else, or was I hallucinating? No, no. Okay, this is so. This is you. <laughs> he looks you, terrifying. Yeah. Okay, I thought no, there was that, fucking that, Yeah, that would be. If I woke <laughs> well, up to that was, was real, off, I would yeah. be like, okay, okay, someone gave somebody, him cocaine you water. You can shoot me now, or you <laughs> yeah. can throw me off a, a building. It doesn't. I don't so, need to be here. I've got a bad intention. <laughs> maybe, I want to ruin myself. Maybe this was like one of those oh, things where like an old Instagram post like pops up as if it's a new one or something. I don't know what okay, the heck yeah, happened. Yeah. So there's only been one wife and one divorce. And that's, no, no. I've there's been, two oh, divorces, there's right? There's three. Three? Oh, this is my, okay. this is my okay. third divorce. Okay. Hell yeah. yeah. That's How, why I know. Do you pay all I, those ex-wives? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That blows. I That's gave, not fair. I gave, I gave a little one at the start, not for very long, and I didn't have a lot of money, but I gave her half for half the relationship. She used to beat me up. Oh. So that one was like weird. Why did you give her money? That's fucked up. How did she beat you up? Also, yeah, how do you're a big guy? Well, because I'm 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 a big guy, but I don't hit women, you, so you can't fight back. Okay? Yeah, so it used to be. You. Nah, I don't care, yeah. especially when you're way bigger. And I, you know, yeah. I, I can take a lot, and she knew it. But she was a bit of a kickboxer and her mom was a bit of a gang Strong. kind of person. So she grew up rough and had like a switch where she'd it's click an Australian love and story. get very violent. Yeah, Australian. <laughs> and I used to smoke weed and she it was weird. When we met, I took a bunch of drugs. I was drunk all the time. But right. then she wanted me to be sober. Mm. And I kept smoking Not. weed every now and then. I just, I'm a pro skateboarder. I'd go smoke weed with my friends, come back, put eye drops in. And she'd be like, you high? And I'm like, No. Oh, okay. So there, that was already lying like a to Molly. Weird, I'm, yeah, a, real, yeah. I'm yeah. a real bad liar too. Like, right. I, I, I know. I just go, yeah, I did Same, it. Because yeah. I know that if I go, no, I didn't. Like my face just says that I did and I'm done you anyway. Like three yeah. years old. My daughter has the same thing. Every t- She's like, no, I didn't. Or she looks away. I'm like, what'd you look away for when I said that? <laughs> game recognized game, like, motherfucker. I, I, don't, I don't, because I ha- I wanted to. And I'm oh like, my God. you're fucking lying. Yeah. I know you're lying. Yeah. But So that one was. I got beat up and I used to tell people and they would just laugh. And I thought they just thought that that wasn't that big of a deal. Yeah. But it turns out nobody believed me. Oh, no. So, women definitely beat men up. I've Because she was really hot and little and cute and she used to talk like a baby sometimes. Uh-oh. So, yeah, huh? I, anyway. Oh, Jason. Not so to me, cute. but to like, she'd say things to dogs and stuff where she was just say, she well, like, talking like a baby. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Talking like a baby to a dog is normal, but that's fine. Did she talk like a baby to you? Yeah. No. Look at your talking, hat. talking like a baby in other situations, not normal. Come on, Jason, fuck me. Oh, God, I hate baby. I, I might have been into that. That's Sorry. weird. Really? No, but I'm, if one time, yeah. I want to do any of everything one <laughs> well, time. Well, you want to do everything yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I, Have you done something that you're like, never again? And also, I feel like maybe for like clips, you want to you want to say, "I want to do almost everything once." Yeah, just for. Oh, I don't want to eat shit. And other yeah. things too. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not just... even the worst of it. Eating what else poop. is? What's like fucking? You know, pedophilia. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. either in here or it's not. Okay, yeah. I didn't even. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't want. Okay. He yeah. Didn't even I want to think of it. He's I not was, a pedophile, talk- but didn't even cross his mind. <laughs> that was actually <laughs> the guy who fucked pedophile. Yeah. I'm talking about every. You passed. God, get me out of here. I'm talking about adult stuff. We're defending you, man. Jesus. Well, that's the problem. Pedophilia is adult stuff for half the party. Okay, as a person that's been raped a bunch of times, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I guess you go one way or the other. I went the other. Okay, good. Like, if you rape kids, I kill you. Nice. That's my motto. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. right, right. Gotcha. If you rape kids and you're in my, in my, if I can get you, 
Yeah. I'm, I don't care who you are. Yeah. I will get end them. you. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to jail. Why? Because the rapist guy was right next to me. Yeah. Somebody had to do it. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't do it, what's wrong with you? Anybody that's near them, kill them. I just read that Larry Nasser, that gymnast who assaulted. Yeah, all, the, he got the, stabbed. He got yeah. stabbed and yeah. he's in critical condition. And I was like, ah, Should've it's really shitty, more. but I'm so happy that that happened because, boy, I watched those testimonies. Yeah, I don't feel sorry for Those girls suffered. But um, anyway, she came. I, I came home one day and I was living with another skateboarder. And, Hell yeah! And I came, uh, I, I laid on my stomach and started playing video games in the living room with my buddy. And she comes in, and she's like, "What are you doing?" And I had sunglasses on, so I didn't have any eye drops. <laughs> like Bart Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm playing on my back. She's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I'm playing video games." She's like, "Why you got sunglasses on?" And I was like, "I don't know, just playing video games with sunglasses on." She's like, "Take your fucking sunglasses off and show me your eyes." And I'm like, "There, are you happy?" And then I put them back on and started playing video games, and I guess my eyes were bloodshot. So she comes over and just starts foot stomping me in the back of the head. Oh my god, that's terrible! Jason. Yeah, and I remember, I remember watching my friend's feet run up the stairs to his room <laughs> as my head was bouncing off the ground with her kicking it. Damn! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So man. he was like, "Dude, that's not cool," and I was like, "Yeah, you're right. It's she not should cool. go to anger management." And then I think she went to one. And then I, I was on DC, shoes and stuff was still a skateboarder, and they, we the whole team got flown to Aspen, mm-hmm. and we all had rooms next to each other. And I went to a, a signing, and I was supposed to be back by midnight, but instead I was back at two because I got drunk after the signing and danced on the dance floor like a you know an asshole. Sure. So I come back in the room, and she's like, "What are you fucking doing? It's two in the morning." I was like, and I don't usually do this, but I slipped. I was drunk. I was like, "Ah, fuck off." Because I was drunk. That's what you I said. I think saying the- fuck off is fine. Also, and- like, I went to dance with friends because last time you kicked me in the head. Well, I wasn't That's thinking fair. that. There was, That's like, fair. a gap between those things. But yeah, anyway, yeah. I didn't even have my eyes open. And she ran up and kicked me in the nuts. Oh. And dropped me to my knees. And then she kicked me in the face. And I've been knocked out a lot. I've had a lot of concussions, so I know what it's like. So as soon as she kicked me, I hear the warm, fuzzy sound. Ooh. Like, every, the it's like, mm, I can't really see. And then I start to come back, and as I'm coming back, she's got me by the hair. Ooh. Punching me. I had hair. Punching me over and over again. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And then she stops, and then I go in the living room, and I sit on there, and I go turn on the TV, and she goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, sleeping on the couch, going to watch TV. Get the fuck in the bedroom. And I'm like, okay. And like, Damn. I, I already analyzed this now that I'm me and was like, Wait, she said get the fuck in the bedroom and you did? Yeah. Like, what the fuck was wrong with you? Yeah. So I go to sleep. I wake up. My pillow is covered in blood. Like, I, I got pretty fucked up. Oh, no. I go to get in the bus to go to the mountain the next day and this photographer for DC, really nice guy. I never liked him because he wasn't a skateboarder. <laughs> Great guy, but I fucking hated him. Well, I knew he was a, he was like a normal guy. Mm, right. And okay. I don't like, back then, I, back didn't, then I don't like, like normal people. Like, you don't right. fucking skate, dude. Don't talk to me. Right. It was a. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just it's a young being, guy move. That's what I was like. It's like a guy who thought skateboarding was a crime. And he, yeah, goes, fucking- he goes, can I talk to you for a second? And takes me off to the side. And he goes, hey, man, I'm in the room next to you. I heard what happened last night. Oh. You just I know you're a big guy, but that's bullshit, dude. Yeah, you need to leave her. And I was like, leave her? And he was like, yes. Like, wow. Wake up, man. Like, that's fucking abuse. Like, if it's the other way around, the cops should come. Like, yeah. you yeah. need out of there. And then I I what a bro. told her. I was, yeah. And I... And I I just knew he 
would he, I didn't think he liked me either because I was such a dick. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy's just saying it because that's what it is. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and he's then, giving you the truth. And, and it's, it's interesting. Her. Like, abused partners, regardless of the gender, like, have the same thought patterns of, like, yeah. not even considering leaving a place that from the outside is so obvious. Why wouldn't you leave? I was pretty same? sure I was so annoying that I deserved it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's what I, because yeah, I was like, yeah. you did things. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, you look at my phone, you text somebody. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, some Olympic gymnast. Tech was into me at X Games. And mm, she that's was like fun. some Russian. You know what I mean? She was like, I cannot go. My coach, my coach is coming. And I'm like, what Great the Russian fuck man. is happening? Like this. <laughs> she's a she's a coach who won't let me see her. So I was into her, you know? Yeah, right. yeah. And then I got caught you, texting her. When you divorced her, you were married to this woman, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And For how many years? Paid her money. I yeah, I still paid her money, but Yo. it wasn't only we're only married for three years, so okay. I just paid her a year and a half. And then I got. Oh. Then I, I was like, I don't want to get married. I don't want to. I'm not a good I'm very annoying so I don't want to have a relationship so then I had a girlfriend that we just played video games and had like I don't we had a lot of fun and then she got pregnant and was like I want to have the kid and I was raised to you know I was like well that's if that's what you want to do I'll I'll do everything I can to support it you know me and you know that I'm probably going to be a bad dad What made you say that? Because I'm irresponsible. I was a child. I was doing coke. I had like an eight ball under my seat. A lot of parents do coke. Okay, well, well, how old were you at this time? Like, like twenty-eight. Okay, 30, okay. So. <laughs> I mean, like thirty-five or something. Be like, I was just a boy. <laughs> twenty-eight is still. I was old enough. Your brain's fully developed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. I was still living like a a child. So yeah, when yeah. that happened, I I I, I grew up. Yeah I, yeah. I stopped doing hard drugs. Nice. Because I was scared to be a bad parent. Yeah. And then I copied. Dad of the year. <laughs> she had parents that were good parents. Right. Nice. So uh. we lived with them at one point. Oh, that's good. Help. And I copied them and I learned how to be a parent through all three of them. You need a role. Just you watching need an them. Example. Like yeah. how you do this, how you do that. And then I, you know, I mean, over the years, yeah, you because know, my parents were, te- man, I don't want to say this. But they my tried dad their had best. a really bad temper. Okay. Or, you know what I mean? So there was like, you know, you would get hit or you get yelled at for like little things and maybe flinchy and scared of confrontation. Yep. And I, that's in me. You know I mean, if you rub me the wrong way, I can explode. Yeah. So I've been I was going to therapy and all that stuff. And I did, I, I've been working on myself really hard to yeah. try to not be that guy. Cause that I'm, I'm awake now. And when that guy shows up, I, I regret him so much. Mm. Like even when I talk, like when I get angry, I talk like my dad, mm. I say I'm more Australian I say cunt a lot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and, and, and it's dangerous. Like when I start saying cunt, if you want to go, like if someone – I meet someone that's like me, we're going to have a straight on – like a full on brawl. If it gets to And that it's level. embarrassing to know that I could go there. So I'm I'm really – you know what I mean? If people – my son taught me a lot. He's helped me a lot because of my road rage. One time a guy was yelling at a lady at a light and I opened the door and I was like, hey, get your fucking head back in the car, cunt, or I'll knock it off. <laughs> And he was like, fuck you. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I, I went to get out of the car and my son was in the back. And he started crying. Oh. And he was like, dad, please get back in the car. And I've been in fights mm. with my dad in a car where he fought a bunch of people. Yeah. And I was in the car screaming, crying, except he fought them all at yeah. every light for like half an hour. People Whoa. in other cars were like, stop, it's a kid in the car. And my wow. dad just kept fighting these four guys until he worked them. Whoa. So Damn. I caught his face. And it all flashed back, and I was like, "Oh my god!" And just got yeah, back in the cycle. car, and I was like, "I will never do that again, dude." 
your dad's got a temper, you know what I mean, and I'm going to work on it, and I, and I broke it down to him. And then maybe a year or two later of going to therapy and stuff, somebody cut me off. And I was like, hey, fucker. And he's like, fuck you, bitch. And I went. <laughs> and I started rolling, and my dad, my, my son in the back goes, nice, dad. Oh. And I was like, what? And he's like, that was real. I, I saw that. Like, that dude needed to be checked. Uh, and you didn't, Dad. Like, good. it's working. And I was like, oh, thanks, dude. And then my daughter was also like, yeah, good one. Um, oh, that's and I remember, so good. Positive like, reinforcement, go. yeah. It's a lot of energy to stop the cycle. Yeah. It's a lot of work. But, like, I imagine seeing your little, the little boy in your son's eyes. That's what it did. Yeah, that yeah. That's a time warp for, like, okay, not even a question. I got to I gotta stop this shit. Yeah. Yeah, so that was a nip that. Are your parents still alive? Nah, my dad's dead. My mom's still alive. She just had a stroke the other day. She's going to come see me oh. in October. I haven't oh, no. seen her for over 10 years. Wow. Because I, I went on a Stern show, talked about my molestation stuff. I wasn't really sure. Like I was when I was 27, I took a bunch of acid and a bunch of meth after – uh, demo, and then I was at a pool party, and uh, the pool was closed, and nobody could get me out. So I was like, I would like hiss at people if they tried to touch me. Oh, okay. Like I'd Meth gone. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So everyone was scared, and my girlfriend at the time was like, "I'll watch him." So then everybody was like, "Cool, see ya," and they left me there in the hotel pool while she watched me talk to an invisible person, and okay. the invisible person told me that I was molested by my father. And I was in shock and crying and talking to this invisible person while my girlfriend was watching the whole thing. Wow. And then the next day when I woke up, I remembered it a little bit, like pieces of it. And then my girlfriend at the time called my mother because my father, I think, had already – no, he hadn't. No, he was alive. She said, oh, God, I thought he forgot that. Oh, fuck. And I'm like – my girlfriend tells me that in the morning and I'm like, wait, what? She oh, thought she thought that God. it had been resolved by you forgetting that you were molested. That's what she it told been my easier girlfriend for her. at the time. Oh. Woo! Okay, well that see, that's that at least gives you yeah. confirmation that these like that so was, she couldn't go that was am I crazy I, if you that tried. That was when I was like, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Because I would never have thought that I was that guy at all. Like right. no one told me that and I don't remember that. And right. I'm twenty seven. Thought I'd figured out that. The, the I wasn't child aware brain. of the scarring of how a brain can hide stuff because you can't handle it. Survival. Because that's what I thought. I think it's that. I think by the time I was 27, I was like, I'll give you a little bit, Mm. but I'm not going to give it to you all. Yeah. And then when I was 40. So like I heard that. I knew that. And I remember saying it's my father. And then my mom goes, no, you thought it was your dad, but it was the neighbor. It was my neighbor. He babysitted you and he had red hair. So we kind of figured out that it was him, not your father. And I was like, well, what did dad do to that guy? Because I've seen my dad smash people like end them for like for little things wow. like he had a temper yeah, yeah and i'm like did you kill him and he's like no he like you know warned him oh okay and i'm like what huh and then i go back to my dad's house and i see him in the in the morning and he's like how's it going i'm like yeah i'm all right and he's like you think he got molested and i go yeah he goes you think it was me and i go nah and he goes oh okay and then that's it we Whoa. never spoke about it ever again. Wow. And my dad was not good at sharing emotion. Like, he never said he loved me or anything. I knew he did, but I right. kn- he just couldn't do it. it. When I got The first time I got married at the wedding, he said he was proud of me in the speech. And that made me us fighting tears so fucking hard 
because that's the nicest thing. And it's not, I'm not trying to be like, oh, poor me. It was just like, he couldn't do it. He couldn't get it out. He was Mm. built different. Like he was raised in a way where it was just like, I feel sorry for him. I feel sorry for all those people. Because when you have a moment like that where you're experiencing genuine love between a father and son and you realize you've never experienced that before with your own father, you're like, oh, wow. Something so simple is so beautiful. Yeah. I'm trying to show him that I'm worth something. Wow. And he passed away. Damn. Yeah, so he died. And then when I was 40, I got married my second wife. And we had two kids. And then um, I, I had a, a, a life coach who said, because I was like, I think I'm going to cheat. Like uh, I was talking to trans girls and I was like, something's, I'm definitely not straight. Like yeah. something's up. Because I'm, I'm doing everything in my power not to sleep with these trans girls that I know. Yeah. But I'm going to crack. I'm going to okay. do it. Yeah. And he was like, you need to sit her down. Tell her that. That'll make it easy for her to leave you. And also, if you tell her that before you do it, then she doesn't have a reason to flip out and make your life hell because, trust me, divorce with kids, she can wreck you. And I was like, okay. So we sat down and I told her and she was like, okay, bye. And then because I'm so used to a woman in my life, like because I didn't have a a lot of people around, I I didn't discover this then, but now I know. Like I'm a baby. Mm -hmm. I want someone to take care of me. So – because I don't know how to take care how of myself. straight man of Yeah, no, I was like, this is, yeah, very straight man. This is yeah. what I thought, yeah. you know? Like, yeah, well, how yeah. am I going to feed myself? It's like, dude, right. you, you came to America when you were 17. Like, yeah, that you, ain't nothing. You can do it. Yeah. But, yeah. but I didn't think I could. So then I regretted it, wanted her back. Oh. Went through hell because did of that. Did you say I take it back? I don't want to fuck trans women? Or did I, you? I, I, no, no, no. I think, well, because then I went to rehab and then I did like some hypnosis stuff. Ooh. And that's how when was I realized that? this is bad. I yeah. mean, it was good. I've had it. it what was, was the hypnosis supposed to do for you? What was the I intention? thought it was going to be about my br- my brother died in like a really bad accident. And oh. it was like something that like I, I you know, I, that was the person that I was most connected to oh, in Australia. Oh, so strong. And uh, he was going to come to America and then I would try, you know, he would drink and, and I got him sober and, and I, you know, he was on the right track and then like all these people partied and they stole a fucking steamroller up the, I have a, a house in the mountains and they hotwired a steamroller, and two of them were in it, and the others were in the car. And the and uh, I think my brother was my brother was on the front, and this guy was driving. But then the car drove off, and they were like, "Where'd the steamroller go?" And they come back, and it's gone. They they went off the cliff because <gasps> they were knocking poles off on the side of the road. Oh my god! And instead of the pole tipping, it bent, and the steamroller went and rolled off. Oh my god! And broke his neck, died instantly. He's twenty four. Like, oh, he was, and he was like, on the right track. And the, yeah, and I'm so I'm like, wait, what? Like I was about to go home for Christmas, mm. and uh, my father died, like. The year before, on the map, pedaling up to the top of that mountain, the trying to show my other brother that he can do anything he can do. Which holy he, shit! Jason. So he died on the top of the mountain. So now I'm back on this fucking hill again. Oh, you burying yeah, you- another fucking relative in the same year, and it's just like it's my my other brother's shattering because that his those two are like both full brothers. That's my half brother, mm-hmm. and I moved over here. Like I, I'm trying to. I was always trying to get out. I never mm-hmm. made any sense in that family. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't blame my stepmom for not being the hugest fan mm-hmm. of me because I was fucked. Mm-hmm. I was like crazy and and probably rubbing my brothers like they were You're influenced in a bad way. But I also don't want to take full responsibility because I got my crazy from my dad. Right. And he was in the same fucking house. So 
Right. I was just a. I like a, the crazy when it's your father, but not when it's you. Yeah, but I understood her angle. It's like you're not even. You know what I mean, if you went back to your mom's, I could have this family. You know, what I mean, with these two great kids with no scars because yeah. they're unscarred, and, uh-huh. and and make it work. So what this this did this hypnosis reveal to you? Because you thought it was going to be about your brother's death. Yeah, but instead it was about the molestation yeah. and who did it and the face and the dick. So did you? Uh, I Whoa. did hypnosis hypnotherapy to to recover molestation memories yeah. that I was like I don't know if this is true or not. And the memories came clear; they were pretty clear. And the one guy, one <laughs> of the incidences, I was like I don't know who this guy is. I just know like generally what he is. Yeah. But I was able to successfully. Um, uh, disassociate from the memory so i almost watched myself experience it but i wasn't like upset which yeah, i was yeah. kind of shocked by because i'm a very emotional person did it also happen with you uh a little bit but nah, it was still scared but then that, that's when i started to i had another vision of being in another house when we were doing a little bit my father started to make some money and i had my own bedroom and there was a heat lamp that would come into my room it was like a big circle like the orange glowy thing mm-hmm. and i was under the bed holding onto the beds the mattress strings with my fingers and my toes so i pulled myself off the ground so i was like under the mattress holding onto it mm-hmm. and i was like who is that and why am i so scared of it mm-hmm. right but i felt like it was my father mm-hmm. but i didn't know right mm-hmm. then because i'm now i'm like i'm trying to fix myself so then i did mdma therapy yeah with yeah. the doctor mm-hmm. yep and that was the worst thing ever because what well, was good but just to Reliving know that, that it was him and the things that happened to me. Yeah. It's just so fucked. It's, it's yeah. just not right. You know, like I don't know why anybody would do that to anybody. But yeah. in the end, I remember holding – like I was on the – holding onto the springs and I the lamp got right over to me and I was like, please stop. And then the lamp went away. And then my mind followed the lamp back to the bedroom where he realized what he was doing was hurting me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So and you I, felt like he, I felt like he didn't know he was hurting me until right then when I said stop. Mm-hmm. That's what I came up with, which mm-hmm. is also like I want this not to be real. Right. I know. You know like I my know. brother, my other brother doesn't really, we don't really, we don't talk anymore. Like we talk a little bit. But because of this? Yeah. Because he was like, no, he didn't. And but I was like, you don't there. Even, I'm like, you don't even uh, know anything about dad. Like, yeah. Did you, know, did you know that he was doing live sex shows before he died? Like, no, none of you know this. Oh, I fucking know because I was older and, and the and the guy that worked with him told me after he died because he was a cheater. Right. And he finally cleared it up. But it turns out wow. when he finally cleared it up, he wasn't cleared up at all. He was doing like all, he owned like half a sex shop or something. He was he was doing. It sounds he like he might he have wanted. been molested too. He, and, like, and that's well, he's hypersexual. His dad that temper will do it. Yeah. Tried to bang my auntie uh-huh so oh so he hit so your grandfather molested his daughter yeah okay so so, so, it's, so and she it's wouldn't always... be surprised that she did it to dad too right yeah but because my grandfather before he passed away he transitioned to a lady mm-hmm. and wow. i remember when i came back from america one time my dad picked me up at the airport and he goes guess what fucking jock is now and i'm like that's my granddad's name mm-hmm. i'm like what he's like fucking woman and i'm like what do you mean he's like fucking tranny and i'm like oh whoa crazy i'm like why are you angry about it mm-hmm. he's like you fuck can you believe it and i'm like I, yeah yeah but i mean why, why are you mad <laughs> right like i was so confused as to why he was, i'm like i still would talk to jock yeah like, whatever yeah. her name is now i yeah. would talk to her sure like i don't understand still my granddad like well, i never if, i never had that hate you know well i right. wonder though if your dad was molested by i don't know but i would i would bet on it <sighs> Because Jock was 
was a weird guy. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yeah. I shouldn't be saying names, but whatever. Uh, it's, it's, they don't like me anymore. I don't know. I it, feel well, bad about it. The thing is, all. though, it's wild, like, doing this podcast for over a decade. Molestation is so prevalent, yeah. and you got to talk about it. Like, if it's happened to anybody on the show, like, I would, you know, obviously don't if you don't feel comfortable. But if you do, I think that's a gift because it's wild. You got to get it out. Everybody. And like I mean, my if mom, it's happened to you, you've got to face it. That was yeah. the same with the ayahuasca. It just wouldn't let me. You can't run from it. I couldn't run from it. It just kept showing me the worst parts. And I was like, stop it. And it was like, we're not stopping. Like, yep. we're going to keep showing you this. Until you can't, until you accept it. Yeah, and you feel, mm. and you feel for that little boy who is hurt and yeah. on a level that is incomprehensible. Which brings so much anger. Right, and I was going to say that's where the temper comes from yeah. because you're so mad that that little boy had to go through that. Yeah. Right? I remember the first time I realized it happened, I had that urge to just fucking kill everything, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I was like, "You need to, you need to find a, another way, right, to get this out because you're going to ruin your whole life." You know, yeah. and at forty. I felt like I'd already done it all, and I'm like, you're going. I feel like I'm 12. I have like a 12 year old's run, like rage, yep. You know, and I'm like, this is. I'm. I have like two kids, an ex wife. I have a business to run, and I'm about to fucking lose it, blow it all up. And I and I really was like desperate for help, and that's when I was like, I'll take anything. I remember being so scared of ayahuasca. I didn't want to do it at all. Yeah, oh, that's but my next. I want to do that. I, I just do had to. I had to find. I had to do everything I could to get happy. Yeah. Where did, did you do it in like Peru or did you do it? No, I had somebody from Peru come to my house for three days. Oh, wow. So three it was days. just me by myself. Did like you a private a, shaman experience? Did you do it once or did you do it uh, with the integration? Three days in a row. Well, three days in a row. Yeah. Wow. And what was that? How did you feel after? Good. I mean, it wasn't, it's not like, you know, I mean, all of a sudden I come out of it and I'm like, I'm fixed. Right. Yeah, the medicine stays in you. So to me, it's like a, a voice. Yeah. Where. The decisions you make or the the reactions you have to things, it tells you why you're doing it and kind of oh, like slows you down. Like you're doing mm. this because of your childhood. Mm. You know what I mean? Like this person is not your father. This person just cut you off or you know, like it's not the same person. You're going from one to fucking 11 because you're so seeking justice because you're ready to go to 11 at all at all costs. You want to go to 11. You're, you're living in it. Mm-hmm. So it just made me realize how angry i am and how i need to get it out you know yeah but what do you do for fun fuck because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're sober yeah well i smoke weed all the time okay yeah. so you're la sober yeah don't say that please <laughs> <laughs> i really like los angeles but that one's bad well why uh, is that <laughs> because it's just not it's not like la is the only people that do that everybody no. Look, if you drink, you get messy. You yeah. feel like shit. You're hungover. You can't go to the gym the oh, next yeah. day. Weed is if not If you take shrooms, you're kind of enlightened. If you take a lot, you kind of laugh and giggle. If you take a lot, a lot, then you fucking go to another dimension. You wake up like kind of smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> never really bad. Oh, no. I And weed is like, you know what I mean? Don't, like, don't. You just eat. Don't do stupid. Like, don't make a, like, don't get angry. Like, I don't get angry. Oh, totally. For you sure. Know? I'm weed like, is- ah, fucking, you have it. You know? <laughs> Stoners are sharers. Yeah. You don't get mad. Like I, I had a year of like of like being violently suicidal and like what saved me was smoking weed in the morning, which right. I never did. But I'm like, thank God that this drug exists and I have access to it because it it just makes me go, just fucking relax. That's what I do. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It just helps. Yeah, I'm a fan make, of LA It makes sober. me nice to people. Yeah. Or not you mean more understanding. I, I like hi Jason. So how do you seek out pleasure sexually now versus before all this, all of these? Yeah, that's a good question because of my, thanks to therapy, there was a time there where when I started 
doing gay stuff and my wife showed me the grinder app and then she pe- showed it to you as like to egg you on like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's how i came out because of her oh nice yeah when i first met her i was definitely not interested in being married to anybody because i was paying my ex like more money than <laughs> so wait, is this a second wife or the third wife third wife third wife okay, okay. and she was like crazy tattoo chick and mm-hmm. she started, she taught me about blood play She's like slash my arms with razor blades oh, and suck on the that, blood yeah. and then Come spit it all thing. over me. And Hell yeah. I was like, oh my God, this chick is evil. Like, this is so cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? She seemed crazy. Yeah. yeah. So I was really into it. <laughs> and then she, I had a, a calendar of trans girls because one of the trans girls on my show gave it to me. Yeah. And she goes, what's this? And I'm like, that's a calendar. She said, are you into this? And I'm like, Maybe. And she was like, really? Uh, and in a way where it was not like, really. Like, oh, like, that's kind of hot. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some and I'm like, yeah. And she's like, w- would you, you fuck him? And I was like, yep. And yes. she's like, would you fuck a guy? And I was like, yep. She's like, that's so hot. Yeah. And I was like, that's so hot. Yeah. Oh, shit. We can hang out. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get married. <laughs> and then she kind of, and then she kind of yeah. pushed it on me. And then she had a few friends that knew and mm-hmm. then I had like a little community of where Jason could talk about getting sucked off by a guy. You could be yourself. Like, yeah. Nobody yeah. made fun of me. Yeah. yeah. So I kind of felt like this ain't so bad. Mm-hmm. You know? And it also made me feel like I got something off me. Mm-hmm. Like I was oh, like, yeah. wait. You feel lighter. I think I'm supposed to tell people who I am really yeah. because I've been hiding this. Mm-hmm. So then that's when the Stern Show said the last interview I ever did there, they were like, do you have any – they did. The, they asked me all these questions – before I do it, and then they go, is there anything else that you would want to say? And I was like, yeah, I might be bye. <laughs> and the other guy was like, I'm sorry, what was, what was that? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, here we go. The producer like, started yeah. jacking off. You're like, this is a gold <laughs> mine. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jason can come back for sure now. Yeah, so then when that came out. And I wasn't sure who molested me. I thought it was my grandfather at one point. Mm, I was like, yeah. I just, I just that would have made sense. I just couldn't say that it was him. Yeah. It just, I respect, I looked up to him so much. Yeah, it's got to be Like, rough. that's the person that I looked up to the most in my mm-hmm. life. And a lot of times abusers make it such. Like, they make you their hero in a way mm. of, like, in a combination between the abuse and, like, also, like, acting like a, um, a father figure, a leader figure for you so they have more yeah. control. And you're like... Wait, so was that real or was that not? Mm, I don't that see him as like fucks. a. I didn't. Yep. I, don't, I still don't believe it as a plan. I just think it's yeah. a reaction because I think that's how I, I was. I did. I didn't. Have, you know, I mean, with with these guys, I was letting. I was just blowjobs. Yeah. But I would just pick. It was funny. I would pick like small. There was a time there where I picked small Asian guys because my dad lost his business at one point and there was a small Asian guy that bought it and he was really mean to my father in front of me. Oh, wow. Oh, so like revenge? I would, yeah, face I would, yeah, I'd face fuck him and then get the fuck out of here. Oh, wow. And they like, But they like that. This, yeah. this is not a well, thing that I started. This is a thing that they – guys would come over and just want to suck like, me abused? off. And, yeah, and I'm like, what is happening? They can relive like a something toy, yeah. in a safe situation. That's why kink is really – it can be really therapeutic because right. it's like, let's play, play pretend here, but you have to earn trust before you play pretend. Yeah, yeah. You have to. like. And then if you think about it, it's it's a more safer environment than just meeting a guy at a bar and drunkenly fucking him. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So the community is very mindful of rules and, and consent. But anyway, my therapist broke that down to me and he was like, you're going – you're trying to relate to your childhood. You're trying to get your power back. The people that molested you, you're trying to get them back. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that, boy, did that 
take that away. Like <laughs> this isn't funny anymore. I, I was, was just gonna ask you. Uh, not funny. It would make me vomit. Like just oh. the thought of it. I was gonna ask you if going in therapy made certain sexual things less fun. Fuck you. Yeah. Ah. It, en- it ended that. It, but so you it found more that. fun things. New fun. Well, then things. that's how I broke up with my wife because mm. then I started to want to have a connection with the person. Mm-hmm. So my ex and I had a thing where I could sleep with people. Boys are boys are easier to sleep with when it comes to oh you're married, but I can still like blow you. Right. Cool. A girl's like I'm. Wait, I'm, you're you? married. Like yeah. I want a whole conversation. They don't believe yeah. you. Yeah. So then, whenever I would meet a girl that I I would start to like and sleep with, my ex didn't really like that. Yeah. Even she though the only way be- she could sleep with another guy was because they had a mental connection. But you didn't. That didn't threaten your sense of safety. In Sometimes the relationship. it did. Yeah. And some were there ground rules about that though, like or yeah. what, like that you couldn't form an emotional connection, or I mean, it's kind of like you can say that, but then how can you actually you prevent it? it? Yeah, it I mean, you, it's it only your job to stop it once it happens. I don't think we discussed it enough how things evolved, and then I got way gayer, right? Because okay. I started to open up to it and accept yeah. it, and then right. meet some gay guys. Thing. You know, like like butt fucking, like I'm, like the first time someone said, "Can you butt fuck me?" I was like, "Fuck off!" It's so gay, right? And then I was like, yeah, that's "Maybe I should try it," you know. And then I was like, "He looks like he's having fun. Maybe I should get butt fucked." Yo, you got a treasure trove up your ass. And then I did, and I was like, "Wait a minute, you can have multiple orgasms mm, from getting yes. things in your butt." Mm. Yep, dudes, welcome, come, welcome. To yeah, I'm like, welcome. I'm not giving this up. I'm in. Like I'm. Yep. <laughs> I'm going to be a butt fucking maniac. Like, teach yeah. me more. I'm yeah. so happy to hear you say that because I there was a part, point in the podcast where I was so pro, too pro guys getting something up their ass because yeah. I'm like, I saw I, my boyfriend at the time was like, found a prostate stimulator. I found yeah. a porn video of a guy using it and he's like, that looks fun. I'm like, let's go. It is. Yeah. Let's go. And I watched him and I saw so I was like doing stuff to him while he had that in. You see a man come and you're like, Wait, this gets me off. This will be my spank bank for yeah. the rest of my life. How hard yeah. you're coming, and I'm like, I can't believe why. Why would you think? Why would you not do this activity? Because you're like, it's kind of gay. Who gives a fuck? It's right. in my stand up. I say it. I'm like, you know, I'm I'm out here. Like, I, you know, I figured out how to. I got. I learned how to wash my butt out. Like, I got like this metal hose thing on the shower, so it just washes out super quick and nice. easy. And then you know, it's only a couple people that I trust that yeah. that do it to me. And I can have like I'm having orgasms that I can't have any, any other, other way. way. Yeah, so I and love it, that but, you have a butt fucking rotation too. I yeah, love yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I but Just I a can't. Couple, couple close butt fuckers. I, I feel like <laughs> the, when I first tried to get a finger in there, I could tell that mm. it was a barrier of straightness, mm. and that and that if it, I have jokes about it, where <laughs> to me it, it was it turned into a straight wrestler. <laughs> Because I was like trying to get a finger up there, and right. I was telling my butt like, "Hey, butt, just let it go, man." <laughs> and then my butt's like, "Fuck no, like exit only," because that's what fight. straight homophobes say. Sure. And I was like, "Wait, what? What? You're my butt. Like, let me in." And yeah. It was like, "No, dude. If things go in there, you're gonna have the gay, and that's bad." The gay. Wow. That's how I said. So I'm just trying to explain it to straight people. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. This is the easiest way to do no, it. No, I love it. But I could feel it. Like if mm-hmm. something goes in there, I'm being a girl. Mm-hmm. Something's effeminate about me. This being is penetrated. Not right. But then when I finally was like, just let it go, it went in easier. Mm-hmm. And yep. also once it went in easier, I was like, wait, what was that feeling? That's new. And that's good. Like that's a new good feeling. Keep going. And then I'm like, okay. Something's happening now that's never happened before. The first time I had, I, I came 
I make a joke about it, like girls have multiple orgasms mm-hmm. and they say that they don't know how many times they come. Uh-huh. Sometimes I've heard that. Mm-hmm. And I never analyzed it. I was just like, if you, yeah, yeah. me. <laughs> As a guy that comes one time, you right. think you would have analyzed that a little bit more. Yeah. But when this happened and I was like, I'm coming. And I looked down, no jizz, and then, right. and then again and again and again. And I'm like, okay, I officially don't know how many times I've come. And then I came. If <laughs> And, and and you guys don't want to do it because you think it's gay. You're gay. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm the fucking man over here because I let things up my ass and I have like seven jizzes in one jizz. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're a homo, Ellis. I'm like, dude, seven jizzes sleeping like a gay baby. Mm-hmm. Like, I, fuck you guys. I always found it so funny that certain men who are homophobic equated homosexuality with like femininity where I'm like, that's one of the manliest things you could do as a man fucking another man. I also so feel manly. like the more I get yeah. fucked, the more I know how to fuck. Like, it sure. makes me better. Like, all the BDSM stuff I've done and all, all those things have taught me how to be nicer or if I'm going to be firm, like, how to do it in a way mm-hmm. where it's not Order painful, people around in a fun way. Penetrating people without just just shoving it in there, fucking straight dudes. What once are some had, tips from that? Yeah. once One dude with my earlier butt-fucking career did that. Uh-huh. And he had a decent dick. Oh, and I, my, I, I pulled away, and my hand clinched like I was gonna punch somebody. I was like, oh, "Your fight or flight kicked in." Oh, don't ever do that. It was like some pain that, like, I felt it in my forehead. Oh yeah, like your my third eye was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah your future my, lifetime. He ripped my third pain. eye. Oh, yeah. your next life, you're gonna have a weird thing with your butt. And not but know then why. every time I ever <laughs> put my penis in anything, I baby it because I'm yes. like, I don't want to ever be that person. No. no, no one. It's never good to just go. But it, it made me realize that like, there were times in my younger day where I for sure did that. Yeah. Oh, every woman who sleeps with men have had that happen to them many times. The jackhammering. I was just about to say jackhammer. Come on, Kyle. Lay off the monster and like feel it. Like fuck her soul. Don't fuck her pussy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. So you still sleep with women too? Fuck yeah. Okay, good. I still love women the most. Yeah. (laughs) Good as you should. Thank you. I still like to (laughs) I I was telling my manager, like if a hot girl walks by, I try not to look at her because I don't want to be inappropriate. But I have to tell myself not to. Yeah. If a hot guy walks by, I don't have to tell myself not to look at him. Yeah. I don't really care. Yeah. You know? yeah. So, but but <laughs> when it comes to sex, when we're all naked, it's pretty hard to, you know, beat a, a hard dick. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's so like trans girls and guys too now. Maybe yeah. more. I think trans guys. Well, is kind I imagine of my trans thing. people are like very in touch with their body because they've been through yeah. an evolution with yes. their body, and it's like, oh, you're like really present. Yeah, to me, there's like le- levels, like skateboarding and fighting and stuff. Like, it's, you know, you got your stock people, and to me, it's like, you know, you, you're like you like soap shoes and heelys, and then yeah. there's like you know people <laughs> that like skate on the weekends, and then yeah. there's pros. Yeah, you know what I mean. The level is like no, they're not, they ain't playing. Yeah, and to me, it's like you know, you got stock people in bed. And you got people that like a little kink mm-hmm. and then people that have less in a bit like, cause to me it's the, the, what if someone sees or what if someone tells somebody that I was into this? Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's in yeah. their own head. Cause I've yes. had sex with a couple of straight normal girls lately. And I, I'm, I'm thinking to myself while it's happening, why did you want to do this? 
What was wrong with it? It's just they're not in my. They can't. They're not in my head. They're not present. Mm. They're not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like I really want it, and I'm like, you're, but I'm here. Right. Like you're not. You're not. You're just taking it for the story. Yeah. Yeah. Or, like, or just like I, I think a lot of women like that's why a lot of women, especially in their twenties, will like get drunk before they have sex almost every yeah. single time because they don't know how to enjoy it and be present. Yeah. It's, it's tricky to be present. It's very vulnerable. Very vulnerable. It is. But if you're not, to me, if you're not there, I'm not. Doing yeah. it, you're it doesn't adults. make any sense anymore. It's like jerking off almost now. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. you're not with me. You're just like, did we do it? Was it good? I'm like, what do you mean? Was it? You, sh- you should have been there. Oh, yeah. it, asking if it's good to me is like so. It feels so like they're being performative. Then yeah. you know, because just like, yeah. well, you should be able to know how it was for you. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I just know that I've always been good at knowing who's going to be good in bed with me. Oh, so you have, yeah, you usually have good calls with that. Good right Yeah, I don't nice. go for textbook. You yeah, know? yeah. Like, that's why I say I like the stunning, guys. and I'm like, meh. Yeah, I know what that's going to be like in bed. Little fish. Yeah. Wait, bed you fish. can tell by just looking at someone or by a, a small Fuck interaction. Yeah. Looking at them. That, really? Yeah. Well, t- you take in their energy when you look at them. I yeah. imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah. Have, like a Google image search, or you have to see nah, them in, nah, in person. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I see. Yeah. So when did and when? How old were you when you started actually having sexual interactions with men? Well, I had a couple of. Things that happened when I was really young. It's weird. I got unless yeah. Okay, so once I got to about, I think once I got to about fourteen, there was a one of my skateboard buddies blew me out of nowhere at his house. Wow! His mum walked in. (gasps) Oh! He like turned around, like acted like he wasn't sucking my dick, and I was just sitting there like. She's like, like, "Uh, "Sandwiches are for you. Come out, please." And I was like, "She saw it." Is he? Is that person gay or? I don't know. We don't know. I don't know him. We don't know. Him it was anymore. a long time ago. Men are so I was more fluid than they allow themselves yeah. to be. Then I had another friend. I don't want to get too into the story because people would figure it out. But I was around seventeen, and he blew me in a jacuzzi with no warning. No, we were best friends. Wow. And I'm like, what the fuck? And you know, remember that we were we were some we were not sleeping with women. We were, you know, somewhere where that wasn't. We were skating, right? And yeah. there was no girls around, and I was like. Okay. Next best thing. I yeah. just let it happen. Yeah. yeah. And I never really thought much about it. Yeah. And I guess a couple huh. of times we blew each other, yeah. maybe three times all up, something like that. Yeah. Because you couldn't, we didn't live anywhere to have our own house. It was just like a thing where when we weren't talking and then he'd start to do it and I'd be like, yeah, okay. I guess so. Yeah. I never really thought about it. Yeah. And then I think the first time it really happened was a trans girl. I took a bunch of ecstasy and I was at a big dinner with a bunch of other skateboarders in Australia. Uh-huh. And this big tall girl comes in and she's really pretty. Mm-hmm. She looked like Elle McPherson. Oh, like wow. She was real tall, super model, like lanky. Yeah. And I'm like, damn. And she sits down across the table from me and everyone goes, this is so-and-so. And she's looking at me and I'm like looking at her. And she's looking at me, and I'm like, "Okay, it's on. Yeah, yeah, it's already on. It's already already fucking in your eyes." I'm like, "This is like really happening." She's like, "Do you want to go?" And I was like, "Yes, I love that. Nice." And I had a girlfriend at the time, and we had an open relationship. And I was like, "I'm gonna go." She's like, "Yeah, yeah, go on." Oh, nice. (laughs) And then she ended up. My my other skateboard buddy was like, "Oh, he's going with her. Then I could go with you because we used to swap sometimes." Nice. And she'd already got sick of him, and she was like, Uh... "No, I don't want to do that." So he took that as fuck me. Oh. So many years, I think like two years later in America, he decided to not be my friend anymore and tell everybody that I fucked this person. And I denied it Mm -hmm. because in skateboarding at the time, people said, hey, man, I heard you're a fag. 
Really? But I know it's not true because I know you and you, like, hang out with, like, all these chicks. Because I was a womanizer a little bit. Like, I was a dude's dude. Like, Mm -hmm. I I skated very aggressively. Like, I was more manly than most of the men of skateboarding. Mm -hmm. You were shattering this version of masculinity that these people were probably clinging to. Definitely. Yeah. So I denied it. And there was a few people that said, look, man, I I mean, I know you're not. But if you were a fag, like, we wouldn't be cool. Know that. And I was like, yeah, obviously. Mm. But then that knowing that I still wasn't sure what I was. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say I'm gay. I mm-hmm. couldn't say I'm bi. It wasn't a word yet. Right. I was just like, I do stuff sometimes <laughs> that's kind of gay. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to marry a lady. Like, I, I want to have a <laughs> sure. baby. You know, like, I, but so it was very, I was confusing as to what I was. And, yeah. I, and I didn't have anyone to talk to about it. All I did was yeah. deny it. And it got so heavy that the guy kept saying it to people. And there was like altercations. My friends were fighting his friends. Oh, my God. So I moved back yeah. to Australia and retired. Because yeah. I couldn't take it anymore. Wow. So I kind of ended my career. I got on heroin. Like, oh, Uh-oh. Yeah, I did heroin. <laughs> when you these. suppress a part of yourself like that, yeah, you're turning drugs. Is and it, I, when I lived it? in Australia, there was no pro skateboarders. So nobody went to the ramp with me. And I was, I was by myself all day because anybody I knew was either dead from heroin or had jobs. Mm-hmm. And they're right. like, I'm like, hey man, what are you doing at like 12? And they're like, I'm at work, you fucking idiot. And I'm <laughs> right. like, oh, animal. <laughs> well, yeah, man, that's gotta suck. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm just smoking weed, trying to get some ecstasy. Like, it's like, I got, I got no job. I get paid to skate. Yeah. And wow. then I started doing heroin. I skate hookers because I get drunk, go to the this real sketchy place where everyone's a junkie. And I would get a blowjob for 50 bucks. And then they're, they're like, you know, I started to realize they're all, all on heroin. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's this heroin all about? <laughs> Let me you get some. To, yeah. What you got in the syringe? So I, she taught me how to chase the dragon. What's that? You put heroin on foil and you light it underneath and you got a pen in your mouth and you just suck the smoke up. Oh, uh, okay. So that would get me pretty high to the point where I started vomiting. I would go to a parking lot on the beach and smoke it all and vomit and then go back to the house and act like nothing happened. And uh, and then I had had enough. I hated my life so much. I was like, I'm getting two hookers and I'm going to let them inject it. I was like, hey, you know, you guys want to – and they're like, because I was like, you can get some heroin? And they're like, are you a cop? Because I didn't know – I, I <laughs> didn't know. Too, I didn't say smack. Too eager, I didn't, too dorky yeah, about I was just it. Like, yeah, I was just – Hey, guys, you have a heroin? <laughs> hey, you two ladies got a heroin? And they're like, no. But eventually I convinced them and I had a bunch of money with me and I got heroin. And I remember thinking like they're not going to shoot me up with a lot because they're going to want it. Mm. Okay. But I couldn't do it. I They had to do it. But I was, I was fucking one of them while the other one injected me. And I remember going, oh, wow, you know, this is really happening. And then I'm gone. I'm gone. <laughs> well, shit, huh? Yeah. And then I wake up in a up against a, a kid's playground. Oh. Asleep in the dark in a park. That was a lot of those. And, but I, I woke up. At, like, so I was out. So I could have died. Yeah. And they so dragged me alive. to this park. And when I started to walk out of the park, I realized where I was. And it was like, you don't want to be there. Mm. And it was like four in the morning. And I'm just an unconscious kid. Wow. Up against this wall, and then I, I reach my wallet. My wallet's empty, so they robbed me, and somebody dragged me out there to die. And Oof. I was like, "Okay, that's 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 it. You need to not do that ever again." Right. So I never did heroin ever again. And then that's when ESPN were like, "Hey, do you want to do some stuff for X Games?" You're like, "Great timing," because I just quit <laughs> yeah. heroin, and, and I, I was like, "You know what?" Do. I think I'll go back to America. I yeah. think the dust settled from the, you know, is he gay thing. Right. Because that guy had started to kind of drop off a little bit mm-hmm. and people didn't care as much. And then I got a whole new career, started hanging out with – that's when Tony and I well, – I knew Tony Hawk, but 
we went on tour together and it was a really odd friendship where I was like, you're tweaked. Because he was kind of into He taught me, I don't know. He was like, you know what a cat in a bathtub is? And no. I'm like, no. And he's like, man, I'm in trouble. He's like, what so is you it? try to put your dick and your balls in the pussy. <laughs> Of that, I just didn't know what's called that. I didn't, think he, I didn't even know. I was saying he's done it. I just, he just, I just, just that he <laughs> thought that was legends. funny made me go. It's funny. It is okay. funny. Freak. I like you. Cool, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like this guy. Yeah, yeah. That was a really, really bad way to explain how a friendship came. No, no, no. Came, but now, if you're fucked up though, and you meet somebody and they say something, you're like, and you thought they were like a little clean yeah. cut, and they reveal themselves yeah. to find that shit funny. I'm like, oh, you're my brother yeah. now. You're yeah, my that's family. what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so we became really good friends from that, and then things started to turn around again wow. so wow what a journey what, yes. a, what a life is your temper good or is, is it still come up <laughs> well except I, for when I, he's, a, when he's t- around lewis uh well i have a temper, I have a temper around lewis i have a temper I mean, oh, no, I did, I yeah i was like out. online a little bit yeah yeah, yeah, yeah good point yeah. yeah yeah so yeah it's okay everyone has a temper yeah. but the difference is i called him after it mm-hmm. and said i lost it like, yeah. you don't understand. Like I've been no, training for this thing. No, everyone was on your side. We've all been there. And you can't. And you're and you're <laughs> lying to people, saying you're pulling out because your knees hurt. Like you you don't want to fight, even though you pick this fight. Right. And you, I spent two years. Like I don't play oh, that game. Like if I'm gonna fight, I don't care how good you are. I'm yeah. ready to beat the best guy there is. Mm-hmm. Like I'm. You're not beating me. Like this is one time. Like you're getting white and more so. I'm gonna make a, a, a like a, a a thing about you. Like people are gonna be like like. You, don't pick fights with Jason. Right, like, right. It's not a game. Like, yeah. if you fight me, you're going to get really hurt. Right. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I don't want to do that. That's the other thing. The older I get, the less I'm into that. Like, I used to, when I first started fighting, I had a lot of anger. I, my coach was a very violent man. Oof. And I thought Uh-oh. that fighting was like, you. Like I fought, I fought to knock people out every mm-hmm. Thursday and Friday. You know, so I knocked people out and then went to work. So it wasn't a big deal. Like mm-hmm. I didn't think that I was hurting you. I didn't know about CTE or CTI or whatever, any right. of that stuff. Yeah. So then, you know, things evolve. You get to know. And I'm like, wait, that guy's mean. Like, I don't want to hurt people. Yeah. And then when I got really way older, the last fight I had, I was like, you know, I'm training and, and doing jujitsu and learning things. And it's like you get to a certain point where if I pull this a little further, I'm going to rip your arm. Like, I'm going to break your arm. Yeah. And I remember my coach going, you think that the guy that gets your arm is not going to do that? Like this is Ooh. a fight, man. Oh and I, when I realized that, I was like, "Yeah, that I don't like ripping my arm to shreds seems like really over the top and unnecessary, <laughs> self destructive." Yeah. yeah. So you know, and then it turns out in the fight, like at the very end of the fight, he beat me up in the first round, almost knocked me out. Didn't know where I was for like two minutes. Jeez. But then I got back in it, in it, and at the very end, I got him in an arm, and I started to tear it and things started to pop oh 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 and i said tap i screamed at him tap tap and i had to keep pulling it because he wouldn't it was so funny because i told somebody this that story that i just told you like the thing that made me really realize like this is no joke you know like you're going to be permanently injured from this Mm -hmm. and this guy is going to be happy about it like deal with that and then there i am and this i can feel his arm popping like a tree branch and then he just started screaming. He didn't tap. He just screamed to the point where the ref goes, that's a verbal tap. Yeah. And you win. But I won, I won with like two seconds left in the end of the like wow. the whole thing. Jesus. But that was – I don't want to fight anymore. But yeah. Lewis was like, I want to fight. And I'm like, it's, Lewis wants to fight because Lewis wants to know what it's like to be a fighter. 
Mm-hmm. And I love that because mm-hmm. that's what I that's why I did it. Mm-hmm. When I started pro fighting, I was like 38. It was wow. way past my prime. Oh. But I wanted to just feel it. And mm-hmm. then I've also had fights with some famous people at Ellis Mania that are like high-level UFC guys where cool. I kind of knew I was going to get my ass handed yeah. to me. But I wanted to see if I could like give him a fucking just run. Because yeah. I, mean? like, yeah. I, you know, I mean, there was a, like Kyle Kingsbury was like a UFC. He was like, he's like 230 when I fought him. I hit him a couple of times where he was like, Jesus. And I was like, I'm done. Yeah. Like, that, you that's can what finish, you needed. Yeah. finish me. Yeah. yeah. Just, right, right. just, just know. You don't, you know what I mean? Like, if you fuck with me, you're going to get bit. <laughs> Yeah. That's all I want respect. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. I want to win. I want your respect. Mm-hmm. Like Shane Carwin knocked me out. I didn't stand a chance. I did terrible against him. Mm-hmm. But he was like, You are fucking just- crazy. Right. Like you were like, <laughs> like, knock me out. Right. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause I'm trying to let's let's go. Let's live. You know what I mean? Let's go full tilt on everything. And Lewis was trying to do that. And I was like, I'm a perfect guy for you. Yeah. I'm better than you, and if you beat me, that looks awesome for you. Right. And if you get beat by me, it's not that bad. I'm yeah. better than you. Right. Sure. Right. And I respected it. So I, I wanted to give him that opportunity because somebody gave me that opportunity. Yeah. But then it turned into he said, she said, and then I got fan- skanks hate. I'm like, what? I, I love Lewis. You back down the fight. I'm angry about it. Fuck you. You know, like. And you're allowed to be. Yeah. 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 I would be but like too. I said, I did apologize and I do regret that. And I told the Jay about it and everybody. And we ended up patching it up and being friends again because, yeah, that was totally inappropriate. And I hate that guy. Yeah. I the really guy who do. came out. Yeah. yeah. So Just, how do you earn respect now? Like if you're if you're not fighting, if you're not. what what Like what's your approach for earning respect? I don't care about it. You just don't care about it. That's wise. That's how you earn it. Yeah, I I respect myself. That's what I work on. I work on every day uh, having a reason to respect myself Mm -hmm. because that guy's still in there, that addict. I mean, you're a piece of shit. You're Mm -hmm. amounting to nothing. Mm -hmm. I fight him every day. Mm -hmm. And I do great things every day. So that helps. You know, I wake up in the morning. I'm like, you suck. I'm like, do you? Check your Instagram. (laughs) Does that look like a guy that sucks? I mean, how many hot bitches did you plow this week? Wow. And how happy were they? We were about to end on something so poetic. Sorry. And then we wrapped nah, it right around. Hot, hot guys, too. It's a perfect reference. Everybody's happy. Everyone's getting it. fucked by Jason Ellens. <laughs> you're going to come. And they're going to come so everybody. many times. You, I don't care if you're a man, amazing. a woman, in between. You're coming multiple times. Sorry. Because I will earn your respect. Sorry. <laughs> No, that was perfect. Was Amazing. What was an a great episode. Interview. Plug whatever you want to plug. Uh, the Jason Ellis Show. It's free. It's a podcast. And then Hawk versus Wolf is a podcast I do with Tony Hawk. And then I have Patreon because I do uh, five shows a week on there. Wow. And that's uh, patreon.com slash Mate. Thank you so Incredible. much. And if you go to thejasonellis.com, you can see my comedy dates. Because I'm a fucking comedian. You do you really do it all. You I'm do so it all. pumped on that. That's my favorite. You do, thing. you do everything and everyone, and that's that's, that's a little the bit point, about right? You. Yeah. You're yeah. a real man of the people. <laughs> Slip into my DMs, world. Yeah. <laughs> Challenge accepted. You're gonna get a lot. <laughs> wow. This has been Guys We Fuck the Anti Slut Chimmy Podcast. We'll talk to you next Friday. Bye. Guys We Fucked is presented by Luminary, created and hosted by Corinne Fisher and Christina Hutchinson. Editing and music coordination by Mike Coscarelli. Theme song by Rob Patterson and Jake Cozen. Suck my wet ass pussy. (laughs) Christina said to cut that before, but now it's in there. Yeah, let's keep it. Who cares?
episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at betterhelp.com. That's betterhelp.com.